One, two, three. Harold and Brad. Windy City Filmmakers. Harold and Brad. Windy City Filmmakers. Harold and Brad. You're listening to the Harold and Brad Windy City Filmmakers podcast. Bonus footage. You know what, real quick, like, like I was just in, I saw an interview with the producer on Film Courage. I'm blanking on her name. And she was talking about just that, the importance of chemistry. She was talking about how, like, the nightmare situations where somebody said, well, I know this director, I know this DP, and they bring people together, and they're like, there's all this tension on set, right? Mm-hmm. And then she had to go in and be like the, the big worst. parent trying to cool things down. And she was talking about the importance of having at least working chemistry because to your point, you know, you could be on set for so many hours, get, get, get kind of tense, that that plays an important part of the, of the end product. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it can go, it can go definitely the wrong way for sure. <laughs> and it can be like one person sometimes too, right. you know, if you, if you have like 15 or 20 people on set, one person's like vibe, if they're not, the chemistry uh. isn't good, it can kind of throw everything off. And then, you know, the actors are maybe thrown off. Like it, it really is important. And I've been so fortunate. I've never really had any kind of like nightmare set situations. I work with amazing people. So thankfully I've never had that situation happen, <laughs> but yeah. I know it can. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about our film for a minute. We spent uh, three nights out in the woods, uh, campground oh. down in Southern or uh, Illinois, central Illinois. And it was nice. It was, uh, it was we shot overnight so we slept during the day as much as possible it was a, a beautiful experience what we started call time was 7 p.m <laughs> yeah it was yeah, really, yeah. it was so unique you know shooting like that and that location was so special 10 acre treehouse um they have it's like an airbnb you can find it we found it on like glamping.com but they have like these three cabins out in the woods and it's just beautiful and the cabin that we so like two of the cabins people slept in and then some people stayed at a hotel too and then one of the cabins was the one that we used for filming and the owners of this property actually ended up naming that cabin ashburn after our film oh nice yeah yeah, I don't know if you knew that, Harold. It was so cool that like, you know, and the guy that owns them, you know, he thought it was so cool that we were coming in and he was so helpful with, you know, everything that we asked him to do. And, you know, it's just kind of like special when you especially are on a shoot like that where people aren't going home to their families or to their houses at night. Like you are kind of in it uh, together. And yeah, especially if you don't get along, if someone doesn't get along in that situation, there's no getting away from it. Cause oh we're, you know, we all, all carpooled down there, right? you know, you're kind of stuck there six hours away from Chicago, but that was such a amazing experience. And I'd always find you Harold when I was like, getting a little creeped out walking through the dark woods by myself. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Me up there. <laughs> you know what was exciting though is when I got on set and I'm sitting there, I'm talking to Cowboy Cerrone and uh, he was telling me about the, his, uh, uh, his uh, gig when he did that uh, Denzel movie. And I was like, oh, I saw you. That was you. The rest of the trip, the rest of the shoot was exciting for right. me. I was like, wow, these are MMA yeah, fighters. Wild. MMA fighters I'm filming with. Yeah. I was like, this is a bad boy. Out here. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. such a crazy experience yeah. too because we had um this other um guy tate fletcher was supposed to be the role of cowboy and he it was so crazy i've never had an experience in indie film like this so he got booked on a netflix show right and the dates overlapped with our little indie short film and Netflix was like calling us, trying to work around our schedule so that he could do both. 
Oh, and yeah. we were like, no, like you go and film this. Like, do not worry about us. Like, we'll replace this role. Like, right. this is amazing for you. Like, you don't need to coordinate for us. Like, go and do Netflix. And then uh, Keith Jardine was also on that shoot. And Keith was like, I had a buddy. I think he'd want to come up with me. They both live out in New Mexico. And then we're, then he told us it was Cowboy. And we're like, right. What? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And that actually led, so meeting Cowboy on that shoot actually led to the next project that I did. So we shot that in uh, October of 2019. And then in, um, I guess it was a year later. I don't know. Time is so weird right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Cowboy basically got like, he. Um, announced that he was doing a fight against Conor McGregor. Right. So yeah. through that, meeting him on that shoot, we had this idea to shoot this like um, kind of live release um, footage of him uh, training in his camp oh, nice. for yeah. that fight. So a team of five of us went out to New Mexico to his ranch where his um, training camp is. And we would shoot and edit basically in real time we shot for six weeks and every single week we would shoot and edit an episode that week. Right. Every single week leading up to the fight. And it was just such a crazy experience. Um, a timeline like that, I'd never had done anything like that. Cowboy's also just, he's like a wild man. So being right. on his turf, seeing him train, you know, he rides snowmobiles and dirt bikes and he has so much horses. energy. He's like, yeah, horses and buffalo. And I mean, he's like, you know, building things. He's he's such a, such a cool person. Um, and that was a really, really um, yeah. amazing experience. And just being able to go out and see his ranch and just kind of be in that culture. And then... Actually, our DP on that project, uh, the training project, he made friends with Cowboy and he actually moved out to the ranch and lives out there and now is his content like manager. Oh, nice. It's so wild. And like, I feel like this is such a film world story. Because right. this is, happens all the time. Like this thing leads to this thing and this person knows this thing. And then it's just like, <laughs> you try to connect the dots of all of it. Right. And yeah. it's just, it's wild. And that DP actually, uh, he, I met him because he used to be one of my employees at Camera Ambassador. Yeah. So it's just like so, so full circle and it's so cool. I love like seeing that kind of stuff come together. That's a trip. You know, I'm a big UFC fan and Cowboy, I'm not just saying, it has always been one of my favorite fighters. Cause like he always fights. Like he's like, like he like he like he he's like the prince of like uh fighting. That like he's like Prince would drop like a million one albums. Cowboy's like hard for him to fight. <laughs> so I love that yeah. energy. Right. Oh, it's it's incredible. Yeah, he's he's such a great person and you know, he's really into, you know, acting and being on different shows and kind of he does um like a lot of western stuff yeah. um because he knows how to ride horses and he knows how to shoot guns and He's got the, you know, kind of personality where he's not nervous to like do this on camera and put himself out there. It's 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 really inspiring. So so you wear a lot of hats. What what are some important qualities uh, in terms of leadership, in terms of being like a, a being in your position? What are some important uh, qualities needed to be a great leader in your in your position? Yeah, that's, you know, being a leader is, I think, the hardest job that I do mm -hmm. um, because it's such an interpersonal thing. Right. And everyone, how they are led is different. So it's kind of constantly adapting to the people I'm working with and who I'm around. And I think, you know, for me, I have a very kind of loving, I'm very open. I like a lot of open communication. Um, 
listening, I think is super, super important and right. being very receptive and adaptive um, because people will usually in some way, shape or form tell you what they need. You just have to be attuned enough to hear that, even if they're not saying it directly. So being a really good listener, I think also um, other things just to be a good leader is knowing where you're going. Um, for you to be able to effectively lead, you have to kind of have an umbrella view over all the different parts and not get too wrapped up in any one specific thing. Right. And, you know, especially with the festival, this was kind of the first time I've worked in this capacity with like a board of directors, for example. And I'm the youngest person on this board of directors and kind of really um, adapting how I work with them and communicate with them versus, you know, all the young techs at the shop. It's, it's just a totally different group of people and how we communicate is totally differently. Um, and I always just try to have kind of like an overview site of things um, so that I can, when people are coming to me, I already kind of have my bearings on whatever the you know topic or task or whatever i'm a huge planner i love spreadsheets i love powerpoints <laughs> like all that type of stuff it gets me jazzed up oh man <laughs> Erica, here, here's a piece of trivia for you uh brad introduced me to the midwest film festival back uh he had a short film that played at the festival one time and he invited me up to uh what was the castle's first name? Yeah, it was the it was the X X Caliber Club Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he says, "Come, come, my film is playing." I was like, "Where?" And I went, and so I was introduced to the space, uh, the festival. I was like, "Wow!" Where you can put wow. your headshots down here and right. resume and things like that. And Brad's film played up on a little screen. I was like, "This is cool. This is cool." But then, you know, I, that that was that. And then the next time I made it back was uh, when Chicago Overcoat played. Right. I was like. A few years, 2010. I was like, I need to be here every month. I call myself an actor, wow. and that's why that's why I've I stayed because I was like, this was the ultimate place to be as far as networking because it just happened all the time, often enough to where I could be gathered around people in the industry. And here you are, here you are making it happen now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you've been such a huge part of the festival for so long. And I think someone in your role sometimes is, uh, you know, you don't get all of the glory in it because you're behind the scenes. But all the stuff that you've done for years, even before I was involved, are really like the heartbeat of it. And I know when I was coming into it, just having the comfort of our relationship, knowing, you know, sort of your character and how you work and how you're so dedicated made me feel like I could do my job even better with you part of that team. Um, so it, you know, I'm I'm so pleased that we've been able to get to know each other even more and work together. I can't wait till we're back in person again. And we need we need your leadership and your volunteers coming out again. And uh, I would have to say that uh, it, uh, February, when we when we did have that big grand opening with the 400 people there, uh, you called me up on the stage to sit on the uh, the panel. I was like, oh nice. my god, that was so special. <laughs> we you needed you. Know, it was special. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> you. I mean, you know the fast. Yeah. You really do. So we're just about out of time. Erica's great conversation. So the last conversation, the last question we always ask is, what advice would you give a young person looking to follow in your footsteps, become a, a producer, entrepreneur? What advice would you give them? Um, I would say, don't let anybody tell you you can't. Like, forge your own path. I think that something for me is I 
never let what was or wasn't supposed to be or you were or weren't supposed to do it one way stop me i said well, i'm just gonna do it my own i'm gonna beat my own drum um so that would be something i'd say because this film, the film industry is wild like you can make it in so many different ways and you can do it in so many different ways um so i would definitely encourage people to just kind of own however they want to forge their path into the industry and then take every single opportunity that you can get. Um, in 2017, I think I made a resolution with myself that every single project that came my way, I would say yes to. Oh, okay. I don't do that anymore, but I did that <laughs> yeah, for one yeah. year and I worked on all sorts of stuff that I would never work on again. Right. But it allowed me to learn so much and I think just trying to say yes to opportunities that come even if you don't completely know why you would do it or you know it's like there's always something to learn from those situations and especially if it's outside of your normal you know maybe circle of people that you work with the opportunities that come from that is you just never know who's going to be there and that leads me into my very final thought of this is never discount any relationship. You never know. There's been relationships that I have been selling for years that I kind of was like, oh, I don't know, nothing's ever gonna come from it. And then like, I'll get a phone call and it'll be like a huge job or an amazing opportunity to go and like, you know, do something. So I would just say like, never discount anybody. You don't know who's who and who they're gonna be and treat okay. everybody with respect and kindness and uh, just keep selling those seeds. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very inspiring. I love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, for Brad Stevens and Harold Dennis. <laughs> as always, dream big, dare to be great. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Bye, guys. Oh la la, yeah.